This is the Create Yourself Podcast. Welcome back to the Create Yourself Podcast. This podcast is your source for information about fitness, nutrition, life, and anything else that you need to create a life that you can be proud of. Now, before I jump into the podcast today, I want to do a few shameless plugs here. I want to plug my gym, uh, CrossFit 7 Cities. We offer a free two-week trial. So if you're if you're listening to this and you're in the Silverdale, Washington area, man, please head to our website, CrossFit7Cities.com. Again, we offer that two-week trial because we are not in the business of tricking people into joining our gym. You get tons of times to come in. Uh, you know, we start off with a one-on-one personal training session. We get to know you. We always talk to people during those sessions and say like, hey, we're, uh, we are a relationship-based gym. This isn't a place where you're going to come, you're going to pop your headphones in and disappear. This is a place where you're going to have to talk and then uh, get to know our community. And we find that that's great for helping people to stick to it. Uh, and then on top of that, if you're not in the Silverdale, Washington area, and you need a coach that's going to actually care about you and not give you some fluff and, and, and give it to you straight and keep up with you, uh, hit me up on Instagram at the CF7C coach. You can shoot me a direct message and I can get you tons of information about uh, my remote coaching program, getting great results. Um, I probably need to go in and do a podcast about why I even got into that in the first place, but um, getting great results with people that aren't local to us and just taking what we do inside of our gym and then expanding that to the outside. So a few shameless plugs there. Now we're going to jump right into it. So today's podcast, we're going to discuss the 10 things that a lot of coaches don't share with their clients about fat loss, right? So I'm going to go into each one. I'm going to ad lib a little bit. I'm at home home today. I'm alone. I'm going to be stuttering. I'm going to be all over the place, and that's all right. But um, I think the tangents are important, especially to dig into this stuff a little bit. But I got nobody keeping me within the uh, navigational buoys. I'm I'm essentially sitting here talking to myself in my house. Uh, But we're going to see where this thing goes. And uh, I did plan, so um, we're going to get right into this thing. So Again, the 10 things that coaches don't share with you, uh, and they, most of the time they don't share this with you because they want to keep it a secret because I tell you what, sometimes losing weight and losing body fat's not fun. Like it's, uh, you know, there's all this this clever marketing and advertising out there in the world that makes you think that you can, you know, take this pill or drink this shake and you're going to lose this body fat and it's going to stay off. But um, the, the fact of the matter is, is that's not a real thing. Like that, those are, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Those are... I mean, essentially, it's false advertising. Like, it's not, it's just not the case. It's not what we see in real life when we work with real clients who have real issues, real stress, real families, children, the whole thing. Like, those things just aren't real. So, uh, let's jump right into it. So, um, the first thing that I want to talk about out of the 10 um, is that fast results, like losing body fat really, really fast, is actually not a good thing. It's actually bad, right? Because it gives you this false confidence that you're going to lose. You know, let's say, for instance, you start your fat loss journey and you lose 10 pounds like that first week and, you you know, you get real fired up, but then it creates expectation, right? And we all know where expectations go. like thinking you're going to lose 10 pounds, you know, like say you want to lose 50 pounds and you lose 10 pounds that first week. Well, then your brain starts going like on the mathematics side, like, oh man, I'm going to lose 10 pounds every week for the next five weeks. I'm going to lose that 50 pounds in just over a month. And that's just not the case. Like that's not reality. That's not what... That's, what, that's not what's going to actually happen throughout your entire journey. There's going to be trials and tribulations. You're going to reach some adversity. There's going to be times where you don't even lose weight at all or lose body fat at all, and that's completely fine. But keeping in mind, fast results are not good, right? So 
thinking of that not being a good thing, I don't want you to look like if you if you're starting a, a you know a weight loss journey or you're trying to lose body fat, whatever that is, I don't want you to go at it thinking that it's a sprint. Right? Like if you're 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 not gonna get to where you want to go in shoot. 30 to 45 days. Like that's not a thing. Like if you join my coaching program or if you come to our gym, we're not interested in getting this thing done and, and you know, getting you to lose the body fat that you want to lose in like a couple days or, you know, a month. Like that's not the case. That's not what we're going to give you. That's not what you're going to get from us or anybody on, on, on my team or through my coaching programs. So um, really the, the gimmicks and the, the, the fake stuff that's out there that you're going to lose all this weight in, in, you know, a small amount of time. I'm here to tell you as a, as a person who's been coaching for 10 plus years now, like that's just, it's not reality. That's not a thing. And, uh, you shouldn't get accustomed to that. Okay. Now the second things that uh, a coach isn't going to talk to you about and, and something I really try to talk to my clients about is that, um, like the scale sucks, man. Like the, the scale is not really an indi- the, the scale is not an indicator of your results. Okay, so some people get so hung up on like, you know, well the scale says this. I'm gonna, you know, like I need to see that number go down. Like for instance, I have a client right now that's you know she's 130 some pounds, and the, you know she she wants to to lean out or tone or, or you know whatever the 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 verbiage is on that. But she's already 130 some pounds. She's probably five foot three, five foot four. Like there's only so much more weight or so much more weight that's gonna come off of her for her to see that that number go down. For instance, my wife, my wife started crossfitting, you know, probably six, seven years ago now. She started off, she's the exact same weight now that she was when she started for the most part. But her physique, even after two kids, is like so much more different than it was when she started, and that number never moved. So while I believe that the scale is a tool, like it's something that can be, it's a, it's a piece of the puzzle, it's not the only thing, right? Especially like what if, you know, if we're using just the scale as like a means to see results, like if you get up in the morning and you're four or five pounds heavier, like are, are, are we accounting for that, that sodium that you had the night before or, you know, Maybe you're retaining water, and for my girls, like if for my ladies out there, like if you're on your on your cycle, like, or if you have bad digestion, like what are the those are those are those can throw you know a wrench in you know just using the scale as the only tool to see if you're losing weight or not, right? So trusting and solely relying on the scale as your only tool of seeing progress during a fat loss journey is just a piece of the puzzle that. Um, it's not the only thing. It's, 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 it's something that a lot of people won't talk about. Um, so obviously we're going to talk about it here. <clears throat> now the next thing is uh, tracking your biofeedback is important, right? So I, don't, I, I feel like, like I've had some coaches in the past that did my nutrition, that did my, you know, help me to lose body fat and this, that, and the other. But they didn't really stress to me the importance of, of tracking what's called biofeedback. So biofeedback can be a number of things, but what I think of it as is your mood, your hunger, your attitude, your motivation, um, and your sleep. Like all of those are like how your sleep is. All of those are indicators or they are feedback from your body as to what you're doing, right? So when I use biofeedback, that is a secondary tool to go along with the scale, 
right? For instance, like during your body, your body fat loss or your weight loss journey, like if you're paying attention to, you know, your mood, like if you're super moody all the time, then I would make this argument that that's a big part of your, like your nutrition, right? So, I mean, it, obviously it goes a bunch of different ways too, but if you're moody, if you're like, if you're lacking motivation, if you're sleeping like crap, um, let me see what else. If you're like, if, if you're, you're always hungry, these are all indicators that something in your diet, nine out of 10 times, um, is off. So it's something that you should track and it's something that you should, uh, pay attention to because, you know, the, the whole stress component, sleeping, um, they're all indicators for, uh, or they're all indicators in what you're doing with your nutrition and your diet. And it's something you should pay attention to, to keep track, like to make sure that you're eating enough or, or that you're not eating or that you're, um, not eating too little, like all those things are important. So, um, biofeedback is something that you need to track and it's something that you need to pay attention to. Now, the next part of this is, or, or, you know, the num- number four out of the 10 things that nobody talks about is that you need to be patient and work longer, right? I mentioned before that um, you're never going to get this done in a short amount of time, okay? So the uh, I just think marketing out there is making it hard for us real coaches out there um, by making making people think that it's going to happen quickly, like I, I I'm going to tell you the truth and I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not going to be able to help you lose weight in a couple weeks. Neither is anybody on my team. Like, we're all interested in the long game, right? The more patient you are, the more time we take doing this, the longer those results are going to last and the more likely they are going to stick, all right? Like, I'd rather you drop, you know, one to two pounds every month for the next six months and then that continue for, you know, however many months we need to get the the body fat off. And then if we can get you super lean or or get that body fat off that way, it's going to stick and it's going to, it's going to stick around. It's when this fate, this fast weight loss thing happens that it it doesn't stick. And it's not like, it's not sustainable. Like I read some crazy statistic that like 80 some percent of people that lose body fat or lose weight during their, you know, their time being alive, like 80 some percent of them gain it back. Okay, that's a crazy statistic. And a lot of that comes from just people losing it really, really fast and not being patient and trusting that journey and trusting the long game, right? Like when somebody comes to me and I'm like, you know, we're doing their diet, we get them on a good macro plan. I get them in a deficit, I get them on a cut, and you know, and they're consistent and they stick to it. And they're like, ah, you know, I lost like 0.4 this week. And I'm like, great. They're like, you're not going to take my macros down? I'm like, no, we're good. You lost 0.4 this week. Like if I can, if if that scale is moving down or I see that you're like, like for me, like I don't use just the scale. I listen to the, I look at the scale. I use the biofeedback. I look more, more than anything. I have my athletes take pictures and send it to me. Um, Because if I see that change and you're going down 0.4 or whatever it is, like that's great. Like we're we're going in the right direction. Even if that scale doesn't move, but your body is changing in in a positive way over the span of time, we're golden. Okay, so remember that, like the, the, the patient way to go about that is something that nobody talks about. Everybody's promising you're going to lose X amount of weight and X amount of time and it's going to be great. It's going to be Danny. It's going to stick off. But that's not the right thing. That's fake. That's, that is, as a trainer, it makes me want to put my fist through a TV. Okay, because it's just, it just makes it hard. And here I am ranting. I got nobody to keep me in the dotted line. But I, shoot, I can't help it. I'm just passionate about this stuff because that's the fake 
stuff that is out there. Like, you know, you watch TV. Like, I don't even watch TV that much anymore because it's so annoying. But if you watch TV at night, like some of those late night, like infomercials, and they got the the butt blaster and they're selling it with this special drinks, Shakeology stuff, like, but like, it's fake. And it's like, oh, you're going to lose 20 pounds in three weeks or four weeks or your money back. Yeah, you're going to lose it. It's going to be great. You're going to take these pictures. You're going to send it to this company. They're going to post it. And then you're going to blow up in, in another four weeks. So in two months time, you went down 20, you went back up 25. Right? So sorry, I'm ranting, but it is what it is. Guys, you got to be patient. This, this thing is not a sprint. It is a marathon. I can't stress that enough. You want to stretch out your, your, your weight loss and your fat loss journey as much as possible. And no coaches are not enough coaches out there are talking about it. And if your coach isn't telling you the truth about that kind of stuff, then you need to move on. <laughs> and you can always shoot me a message if you need to. Okay. Now, the next thing I want to talk about, uh, number five, is that fat loss is not linear. Right? Like, you, you, like I mentioned before, like if you, you know, let's say you're losing, I don't know, say you need to lose seven inches or something crazy. And you lose one inch one month, you know, a quarter of an inch the next month, a half inch, like... You're not going to continuously lose at the same rate. I've even got clients that like I'll take them through like a four week cut. I'll put them on a, a a week where I allow them to go back into like a maintenance phase, and then I'll drop them back down again. During that maintenance phase, sometimes they'll gain weight, right? Like maybe I had them lose a little bit of weight or lose some inches, and then I put them in that maintenance phase so that their body can kind of reset and their their metabolism is always on its toes. Like when I reset them, sometimes they gain weight and they start freaking out, start messaging me like, oh, I gain. I gained so much weight or like my clothes are fitting a little tighter. And I'm like, it's all right because I know that I'm going to have you like you're going to gain some weight or, or get some sort of, uh, you know, your measurements are going to go up a little bit. But then it's going to drop a little bit more under what your what your net loss was anyways. Right. Because we're always looking like because I know that fat loss and weight loss is not um, because I know it's not linear. I'm always looking at the net loss. Right, like we this. If you look at it like a like a graph line, it's going to be going up and down, up and down, up and down. But as long as it's progressing down on a steady trend, then we're crushing it, and we're on that we're going in the right direction, and we're winning. Okay, so always remember, fat loss is not linear. Like you're going to have weight uh, fluctuations, you're going to have like fluctuations in how things are feeling, how you're looking, but you're going to see progress. And the important thing is, is like it's not going to happen in a week. It's going to take over a long period of time. And as long as we see progress trending in the right way, not in that straight linear line, we're okay. And I mean, again, if you come to me and that's all you're going to get, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you that this thing is not like we're not going to steadily go down. We're not going to steadily change in, in one direction. There's always going to be uh, periods of time where that's going to it's going to fluctuate a little bit. And as long as you stay true, as long as you stay consistent, right? Like I did this, uh, I did a newsletter. I, I do this accountability check with. Uh, all my, my nutrition clients and my um, individual training clients, I send them all an email every Sunday. And it, for, for them, it's like this this piece of like, like, hey, I'm checking in on you. You know that you, obviously you can check in with me as much as you want, but on Sundays, you know that I'm gonna peek in and ask how you're doing, and I'm gonna want you to reply. And if you don't reply, I'm gonna reach out to you. And I'm gonna keep reaching out to you until you get back to me. But the whole theme, like, what's today? Today's the 16th of January, like the, like when you guys hear this, like some of you, like if you're one of my clients, you probably already gotten it, gotten the email. If it's out, I think this is going to release next week. Um, but the whole theme of my email was uh, consistency, 
right? Like if you, you, you got to stay consistent, like you can do any nutrition program, any workout program that you want, but if you're not consistent, if there's no consistency, you're not going to see results. You're just not going to, you're going to be wasting your time. Consistency is the biggest piece of any weight loss or fat loss journey, right? That's it. You, you can do, you can do whatever fancy thing you want, but if you're not consistent, you're not going to get anywhere with it. And that's important to remember when I'm taking you through, like if I'm your coach and I'm taking you through this thing, or if your coach is taking you through something and you're not seeing that linear progression and you're not progressing in the right direction all the time, it's important that you know and you still stay consistent on that process and trust it. And if you do have a question or if you're questioning it, just talk to your coach. If he's a good coach and he's knowledgeable, he's going to explain it to you. He's going to make you understand what you're doing. Right? A good coach is going to always have a plan for you and is always going to take you in the right direction. Okay. Now, the next thing I want to talk about that, that, that staying with the theme of like what most coaches don't talk about is that um, flexibility is sustainability. All right. So I think it's important like when, when sometimes when people when people like overly restrict like their diet all the time and there's no flexibility, they're going to burn out. Right, like that's why I use macros, and, I, and, and macros sometimes obviously you can take it and you can be an abomination, abomination too much in the wrong direction. But the whole purpose of being flexible and why I use macros is because sometimes you can get off the beaten path a little bit, and it's okay. For instance, like last night, um, it was my son's birthday, you know. So we, what do we do? We go out to hibachi. I just planned ahead. Like I, I need to do a post like this for my in my nutrition group, but like if you just plan ahead and you put that in your macros first thing in the morning, and then you go and you eat that thing, you plan for it already. There's flexibility in there. Like if I ate out of Tupperware for like, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this cut here that I'm on right now for probably like six weeks. Like if I ate out of Tupperware for six weeks, if you ate out of Tupperware for six weeks, your head would explode. Like you'd be miserable because it's not sustainable, right? But if you if you have some flexibility in there, if, you, if you're able to, to you know, venture off the beaten path. Like, you know, we just got out of the holidays. Like if you're able to, to eat that cookie to, you know, or if you're me, eat that 70 cookies. Like if you're able to do that thing, right, you're going to be just fine. So think of that, like during your diet, during your fat loss journey, like, uh, being flexible is very sustainable. If you're not flexible, it's not going to be sustainable. Like those, those, those false things of like, you know, you need to be 100% on point all the time. You need to be at people's birthday parties with your Tupperware. And like, it's, it's garbage. It's not real. It's not real life. Maybe maybe these internet coaches out there that don't don't train clients in real life. Maybe, and obviously there's good ones out there, but like maybe the only one, maybe the ones that say that, you know, you got to stay strict 100% of the time. You, you got to eat your veggies, all this other thing. Like maybe the ones who say that um, <laughs> just haven't trained real people because if there's no if there's no bend, right? It's just like you know barbells. Like barbells bend a little bit because if they were just stiff the whole time, they snap in half and all that weight on it. Especially when you got these strong people lifting, like the bar's gonna break. And it's the same thing with your diet. If you're not flexible, it's not sustainable. Moving on. I'm ranting again. I need somebody. Whoo! I need somebody here to keep me on track. But you know, guys, I'm just passionate, man. I like I like sharing information. I like sharing how I feel. When I wrote this up this morning and. Uh, you know, got uh, took my notes and wrote them down here. I knew that there was going to be some tangents, and it's funny because there's only like three or four sheets here. But you know, it is what it is. The secret, the, the thing to remember is that um, I just get crazy. Sorry. All right. So the next thing, number seven, things that 
um, you need to know your coach won't tell you is that um, you as the athlete, you as the client, you need to be educated, right? Like if you can't, like the more, like when I train people, like I say this to my, to my, to my athletes in my gym all the time, like my goal for you is I want my team and myself, I want my, my, uh, myself and my team to train you so well that you could go coach another class at a gym, that you as a client could go run a class at a gym because you know the progressions, you understand them, you know why they're important, you know what muscles you're working. That's my goal. Same thing. Like if I got nutrition clients, <clears throat> I want them to understand so much that eventually they don't need me anymore. Like nutrition coaching is expensive, especially like if you're in my gym and you got a membership and you're paying for nutrition coaching, you're several hundred bucks into your, to your fitness. I think it's a good investment, but I like for me as your coach, I don't want it to be long term. I want it to be something you can opt out of later because you understand it. Like I want you to be able to do your own macros. I want you to understand what mac what uh, proteins, fats, and carbs are, why they're important. I want you to understand what micronutrients are, why it's important to eat veggies. Like I want you to be educated in those things, so you don't mean so you don't need me. Like all these coaches are out there trying to keep their stuff secrets. Like we got this secret method. We got like everything's free on Google. Go on Google or YouTube. Like I, stuff I'm talking about right now. Like it's free on Google. Just go on Google and type in like how you're going to lose weight or what you need to do, how to get your macronutrients. There's free calculators, right? It's all out there. I present it to you in a manner that you can understand it, so you can do it your, do it for yourself. Like I'm not some magician. Like I got I don't have any tricks. Like I want you to know the the what the why and the how, so that you can go do this by yourself, right? Maybe you, maybe I train you and you love it so much, or my team trains you and you love it so much that you become a coach, that you pay it for. Like there's an epidemic right now. There's more people overweight and unhappy and miserable than ever. Like you could be a light for them. You could be somebody that could pay this thing for. You get coached by me, you're gonna be educated to do that. But only if you're consistent. That's the only way it's gonna work. Okay, gotta educate yourself. Gotta educate. If you educate yourself, you can sustain your results. No if, ands, or buts. The person that's the most educated and communicates it the best and understands it is gonna win the most. Period. I'm gonna stop there. Okay. Number eight. You gotta have an exit strategy in your diet. Nobody talks about that. Everybody talks about the diet. Nobody talks about the after diet. I'm on this cut right now myself. My coach, uh, my coach is uh, Coach Becky Enright um, at Rebecca Enright on Instagram. Plug for you there, my friend. Um, she's doing my diet right now. Like she's gonna take me through a six week cut. Like I, I understand what to do. I get it. I like the accountability. She's got it. Jesus, take the wheel. She's got it. Okay. I'm sure that when I am done with my cut, that she's going to walk me back up because you can't like, if you're tracking macronutrients, you can't stay in a cut for like years. It's just not a thing. It's not good for your body. It is not, it actually is not good to lose weight consistently over time. It's good for periods of time. Like my coach Cody McBroom always talks about like periodizing your nutrition about like, you know, having planned weight loss times plan maintenance times, plan weight gain times, like all that's important, right? But more specifically right now, what we're talking about is the exit strategy. Like, how are you getting out? What's the diet after the diet, right? You should diet, lose your weight, get your body fat off the whole thing, get your inches down, clothes are fitting great, everything's good. Then what? 
Do you go back to eating what you're going to eat? That's why people gain weight. That's why they gain it back. Right? Can you, can you see how all these pieces are so important? Like you don't just go and you lose your weight and then you're, you're done and you're out. There needs to be something to, to walk yourself back up. After I get my clients through a weight loss or a weight cut or, or you know, a, a body fat cut, whatever that is, I have an exit strategy for them. You're not going to stay on my program forever. If you do, great. We're going to keep doing this thing and you're going to look fantastic. But that's not it. Like there, there needs to be something after that. So when I say the diet after the diet or your, your exit diet, like that's just as important because if I take you through a weight cut, we get all this body fat off, looking great, clothes are fitting good, you're jacked out of your mind. You're not just going to stay there. I'm going to walk you back up. I'm going to reverse diet you. Okay, so it's important to have that in mind. You need to have an exit strategy in mind, and your coach needs to tell you that. Because if they don't, they're shooting them. They're, they're, they're only going to hurt you. Because when you're done, like, like most people do this, they, like, they get where they want to be with their body, and then they just stop. It's not over. You need to maintain that. It needs to be the whole theme of this has been sustainability, right? Like you have to sustain that. So you got to have an exit strategy when you're getting out also. So when your diet's over, it's important to, or, or when, you're, when your goal is reached, it's important to know what you're doing next. Okay. So a diet after the diet is going to be, what are you going to do after you're done to sustain that? That's something you need to think about. And that's something that your coach or, you know, whatever, if you're doing it yourself, that's something that you need to plan in. Because you can't just go, like, if you're eating well, you're eating whole foods, you get your lean meats, your veggies, your, your, you know, your complex carbohydrates, you're using simple carbs during your workout, the whole thing. If you're doing all of that, and then you go back to eating Burger King, when you're done, you're going to gain all that weight back. You just spend all this time restabilizing your hormones, your metabolism's good, body's looking right, like, speedo season's here, the whole thing. And then you go and you start eating cakes and pies again, you're going to gain it back. Okay, so pay, pay attention to what your exit strategy is going to be and how you're going to back out of this thing. Okay, now the next thing I want to talk about, number nine, uh, things that people need to talk about too, uh, or I'm sorry, things that all coaches need to, to, need to talk about. I can't talk today, guys. I'm sorry, I'm by myself. Um, <laughs> you know, I put you like, you need to eat like an adult. Right. So when I say eat like an adult, is that like it, it, it sounds funny, but like I'm just as guilty as everybody else. You shouldn't be eating chicken nuggets and cakes every day. Right. Like, you know, some coaches say, you know, drink this shake, you know, do this, do that. It's going to be great. Some will say like, oh, jump on my flexible dieting program. You can lose weight and eat donuts at the same time. Like um, <laughs> you still got to eat food. You got to have your greens. The things that, you know, your mom used to like, your mom used to force down your throat all the time. Say, these are important that you eat these. Well, the reason why is because they're packed with tons of micronutrients that your body needs to regulate hormones and make your body move or make, make your body work well. Right? Like, I, I know people that like don't ever eat any greens at all. Right? Well, no wonder you've got tons of issues going on. And when I look at your, you know, when I look at your MyFitnessPowder, it's like, it just looks terrible because there's no greens in there. Like, I don't like greens. Megan's force feeding me greens all the time, right? She finds all these clever ways to get me to eat cauliflower and get me to eat broccoli and asparagus and all these things because like 
she knows that I have a hard time. I got somebody that I'm working with nutrition right now, and they they know themselves really well. Um, uh, Phil, Coach Phil at our gym or my gym, like he um, he went and bought a green supplement because like that dude ain't t- he always like don't don't put a grass on my plate, right? But it's hard because you you got to eat like an adult. You got to have produce. You got to have fruit. You got to have veggies. Some will say like don't eat like it's it's so confusing because now there's also like you know an epidemic of like don't eat this green because it's not that good for you. Don't eat this. I heard somebody the other day say you shouldn't eat bananas. So you should eat a candy bar. It's like what's the logic there? The logic is misinformation and confusion. If you just think to eat real food. Veggies, fruit, lean meats, some whole grains, you're good. More than likely, you're going to have a great bill of health and you're going to be just fine. It's simple. Eat like an adult. Pay attention to your calories. Make sure you're eating enough but not too much. And you're going to lose body fat and have a great bill of health. It's that simple. The fakeness of like, oh, you can... You can eat cookies, cakes, and pies, the whole thing, and everything's going to be great. It's just not reality, guys. It's not something that is real. You got to eat like an adult. All right. Now, the last thing I want to share with you, um, and this came up, like, numerous conversations with coaches and colleagues and the whole thing. Um, We always get, like, people tell us all the time, like, you know, XYZ is easy for you. Like, oh, you're on a cut? You're losing body fat. That's easy for you. It's not. And that's why number 10 is everybody struggles. I struggle too. I got the same demons you do. Right now, I was on this weight gain for, truth be told, I have the tall skinny man uh, disease to where gaining, now gaining the right weight can be very challenging for me. Like it's not something I can just go and do easily. Um, I struggle to put on muscle like, you know, in science, they call me a non-responder to training, meaning like I, I don't respond to weight training the same way. Like there's people in my gym that, uh, you know, doing the same program as me and they get big and jacked and I do that same program and I just get, I look the same. I'm a non-responder. It's hard for me to put on body fat. I participated in the sport of CrossFit for a few years and, uh, I had to really pay attention being a, being a six foot five guy, you know, 220 plus pounds. Like I had to be really careful with trying to gain body weight. So I just pretty much stayed the same the entire time um, because I couldn't really focus on gaining muscle. Right. Um, so I spent all this time, you know, since I started, I stopped competing. I, I spent a lot of time trying to gain muscle and trying to gain weight. And I did. I did successfully. I got all the way up to 237. I, I used to tell people like it's the road to 240, guys. That's what I'm trying to do. Never, never really got to 240, and I was eating 4,250 calories, you know, about 230-some grams of protein, 420 uh, carbs, and I think like 130 fat or something like that. Like, some people are like, holy crap, like, how do you eat that much? I bet it was amazing. This is not. Like, it's hard. Like, have you ever tried to eat 420 carbs with good food? Like, I wasn't trying to make this a, like a dirty bulk. Like, I was trying to put on weight, but I'm not like... I wasn't trying to be a slob. Like, I got a business to run here. I got a wife. Like, I, I want her to still, you know, look at me and think I'm cute and hot and all that stuff. Like, if I'm, you know, eating, not saying I didn't have it, but, like, if I'm only eating cakes and pies, you ain't going to want to do with me. Um, but now I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to lose body or I'm trying to lose uh, body fat right now. I'm trying to get that back off. Okay, I want to see the, the muscle that I put that I put on. I want to reveal it. Speedo season's coming. Okay. Um, 
but I'm finding it to be a struggle. Like, because now I can't have a cup and a half of Kodiak cakes every night and four tablespoons of peanut butter. I can't do that anymore. Like, that's substantially lower. You know, I went to hibachi the other night, like I said, and like a couple weeks ago, I probably could have had, you know, as much chicken and rice as I wanted to, but I had to pay attention. Like, I didn't even put, like, those who know me well, like, I love that yum yum sauce, and I couldn't put that yum yum sauce on my uh, rice because I didn't have the the fat and the carbs for it. So, um, had to be very careful because now I'm losing, uh, I'm trying to lose, and it's tough for me. Like, it's, it's hard to get up in the morning and know that, you know, for the past seven, eight weeks, oh, it might have been longer than that, probably like 12 weeks, I spent time essentially, you know, eating within reason as much as I wanted to and then trying to hit those numbers, and now I can't. And now because I know the the, the power of accountability, I have, uh, like I said, uh, Coach Becky doing my nutrition, and it's it, it's embarrassing when I'm not, you know, on my numbers all the way because I know that i got to report to her. Right. So, you know, that accountability is huge for me. And, and it's just proof that, you know, I've been coaching, like I said, 10 plus years. I've been owning a gym for 11. I've been at this for a long time. I still struggle. I still struggle. I did an Instagram post uh, <clears throat> on my story a couple of months back or maybe a couple of weeks ago. And I was talking about like, you know, we get that all the time. Oh, it's easy for you. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. I struggle with fat loss the same way you do. I struggle with working out the same way you do. Right. And if coaches would share that more with their athletes, I bet they could get them to do a little bit more and stay consistent and adhere to what they're trying to say. Like you're, when you see these guys, that are, these guys and girls that are out there that are jack and just have great bodies and they're coaching like um, I don't think they share enough. Like they don't share enough their story. They don't they don't have enough empathy for like, you know, we, we it's easy as coaches and, and, and uh, fitness professionals to forget that at one point in time. The reason we decided to do what we're doing now is because we weren't going in the right direction. We didn't have that change in our body that we wanted. That's why we decided to be fitness professionals. Because we didn't have what we wanted. Right? So if more coaches out there would, would, would mention that, like, uh, I like fatty foods. I hate doing <laughs> I hate doing the, you know, uncomfortable workouts. I hate going to bed early. I hate all these things, just like you do. And I know the science, and, and I understand the, the evidence that supports why I shouldn't do it. It doesn't make it any easier for me. I struggle. I pay for coaches. I got a coach right now. I'm paying several hundred dollars to do my workouts and to mentor me in business. And I got Coach Becky doing my nutrition. And it's my job. Like, I do what these people are doing for me. But it's because I struggle, too. I have those same demons everybody else does. All right, so let's review, guys. Um, let's go through my notes here. <clears throat> Apologize, the paper. I'm not sure how to turn that uh, feedback off. So uh, 10 things that your coaches need to tell you. If, you if, if you're my athlete, you probably already know these things. Um, but if, you, if you're looking to get a coach or you have your own coaches, they need to be talking about, like, fast results are not good. The scale is not the only tool. You need to be tracking your biofeedback. You need to be patient because this is not a sprint, it's a marathon. You're not going to lose body fat in a linear fashion. It's just not going to happen. You need to be flexible to be sustainable. You got to educate yourself. You have to have it. You have to have an exit diet from your diet. You need to eat like an adult, and your coaches struggle too. 
10 things that they need to share with you. If they're not, you know where to find me. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you got some value out of it. I hope you have some information. If you did enjoy this podcast, please go on Instagram, on your story, take a screenshot, post it, tag me in it. Let me know that you like it. Give me feedback. The only way that I can keep continuing doing this podcast and, and, and having really smart coaches on here um, is through growing this thing and getting more people to listen and to know about it. Um, so sharing that screenshot super important. You can also do me a favor too. You can head to iTunes and give us a five-star rating. Uh, we love getting reviews. We love knowing what we, you know, what I can do better, what our, our, our co-host can do better. Um, we can only do that if we know what you, the listener, wants to hear. So I hope you enjoyed it. Um, we'll see you next time.